Hello. So this is the girls you don't like, but um, a little surprise twist here. This is just Bailey talking. Um, we had some extra stories from our crazy vacation stories that um, we wanted to share, but um, Carson had to go be with her family. And um, I wanted to just share some of these stories. A lot of them were mine anyway. I've been fortunate to travel a bunch. So I have a lot of crazy stories. Um, so we're just going to do a little bonus episode, part two to crazy vacation stories. And it's just me here. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> um, I very much enjoy getting Carson's reaction. So this may be a little awkward, but we will see. Um, okay, so I just shared about some China stories, but um, actually I'm going to read this one here. So this I think is Carson shared this. So I'm going to share her story first. Um, she said, oh my gosh, this was the worst thing to that could happen to a young mom. We lived in St. George at the time. The comedy seller in NYC had just opened up a second location in Vegas. So we decided to do our anniversary there. Our neighbor was an old woman who was so kind and helpful, and she agreed to watch our 18-month-old daughter for us. It was going to be a late night, but we were willing to do it. On the drive over, we got pulled over by a cop for speeding. We got a ticket. Oh my gosh. And then shortly after driving away from the cop, our car broke down. Oh my gosh. Okay, I remember this actually. Our car would not accelerate fast enough. By some miracle, we made it made it into Vegas. We bought a new battery and that wasn't enough. It turned out the alternator or something important like that died. We called AAA. They told us they would grab the car and tow it to St. George at 11 p.m., then 2 a.m., then 5 a.m. Our lovely neighbor was willing to help us with our daughter overnight, but I felt so guilty about the whole situation, so I rented a car at 5.30 a.m. and drove home to grab my daughter. So, yeah, a ton of money spent that we didn't have only for a day trip to Vegas. We never got to see the show. We wasted those tickets. Oh, that's so sad. If you didn't know, Carson and Jake love comedy shows. Like, that's something I've learned that they love watching comedians, listening to them. So, that's such a bummer. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I would be mortified if I... (laughs) I would feel so bad. So, I can only imagine the guilt that she felt from that. What a bummer. Okay, so this next one is actually from me. Um, Surprise, a lot of them are from me. (laughs) Um, Heading to Warp Tour in California with my guy friend, and we're an hour and a half on the road and realized that he forgot the tickets, so we had to turn around. It was already like 6 p.m. when we originally left. Called the hotel to let them know we'd be late checking in and if that was okay. They said yes. We got there at like 2 or 3 a.m. And they said they had an emergency happen and had to relocate a few floors or something and had to give our room up and referred us to hotels and motels in the area that had some rooms available. Um, And we'd have to get a refund through Expedia later. Welp, all the rooms were wicked expensive because it was Warped Tour and it was like three in the morning. So 
um, eventually we did find a motel and the guy that was helping us was like the owner's son or something. He was super weird and made comments about liking my short hair in my ID photo. Um, in case you didn't know, I got a pixie cut that year. Um, so unfortunately my ID had this terrible haircut, (laughs) but for some reason I've had a lot of comments made about it. Um, I always, whenever I see Mama Mia and that guy that has the, um, the guy that works at the booth at the dock and he always makes comments about their ID photos and stuff, I always think of my ID because I, for some reason, get a lot of comments about my short hair and how I don't have short hair anymore. Wow, crazy. Hair grows. Anyway, so this guy, um, was making comments about how he liked my short hair and I should cut it again and stuff. But he gave us like a discount on something. I don't remember if it was like the rate on the hotel or if it was like free breakfast or something. I don't know. It was super weird. I was kind of creeped out that he had access to our room. (laughs) But um, I was there with a guy friend, luckily. So I felt like that would be a little safer versus if I was just with one of my girlfriends or something. Um, Yeah, so super weird and annoying that our room got given up, but it was all very worth it for Warped Tour. I got to meet Pierre from Simple Plan. Um, If any of you are fans, um, he's super cool. Um, And that was actually at the Phoenix location. That wasn't even the California one like I'm talking about in this trip. But I went to the Phoenix one because I went to the California one. And I was like, I got to go again. So um, all very worth it. (laughs) Yeah. So the next one says... Flying back to Idaho after a trip to Arizona for the weekend to get engaged. So this is me again. Um, But mid-flight discovered um, Idaho's blizzard made the visibility impossible to land there. So they rerouted us to Montana and we had to stay in a hotel there. Poor Eric missed a class and our phones died. And we had to get a ride with some strangers because our ride had no idea when our flight would come in and they had a class and a job. Um, But thank goodness uh, we just happened to have one of our friends from Arizona, um, Jacob. And if you're listening to this, thanks, Jacob. Um, He is super talkative and very friendly. And he, of course, made friends with these um, strangers, like these girls who were obviously going to school there um, in Rexburg. But they were driving to Rexburg, so they gave us a ride. Um, and the, the airport, it's in Idaho Falls. It's like a half an hour or more away from Rexburg. Um, so it's a pretty expensive ride from an Uber. Eric and I had to do that one time because um, we didn't know many people there. But we happened to have our friend Jacob on that flight there. So um, that was a blessing. So he made some friends and we got to have a ride home. <laughs> um yeah, so that was that one was crazy. Next story. Um, this one time, um, I was in a McDonald's drive-through with my friend in New Mexico. We were on our way to Colorado, and the worker was asking my friend weird questions like, "Do we want half and half in our smoothie?" And I noticed, as she's talking to them, I noticed this weird situation happening in the parking lot right next to us. 
I'm freaking out because this car tried to drive away very chaotically. And all of a sudden, a guy jumps out in front of this car with a gun pointed semi in our direction. <laughs> um, turns out it was an undercover cop. and But dang, it was scary. Yeah, so that was also me. Um, we were driving, me and my friend Alex, um, she was nice enough to actually drive me in my car to um, Colorado for Carson and Jake's um, reception in Colorado. I had actually just gotten my wisdom teeth out. So I was on some like medication for that. So I couldn't drive super safe. And so um, my friend was nice enough to drive me to Colorado. And um, that was friggin' scary. <laughs> we're like in McDonald's. It was so chaotic. And we were just like, she's the dang McDonald's worker was like asking her all these weird questions. And she's like, um, what? And I'm like, meanwhile, like, oh my gosh, Alex, Alex, we gotta go, we gotta go. Like, I was like freaking out because there's this crazy thing happening right next to us and a gun was pointed. Like, oh man, that was, that was crazy. But, yeah, we were freaking out. <laughs> um, all right, another one. Let's see. COVID struck while we were in Idaho. Eric got school off for a few weeks while they transitioned to online. So we went to Arizona to plan our wedding. Um, we drove back home only to literally fly back home a day later. Like we literally drove in at like we got in at like one or two in the morning and I had to go to work at like six. And then that day decided we're going to fly back to Arizona the next day. So it was like one or two days after we got <laughs> to Idaho after being in Arizona and we flew home to get married that week because COVID everyone was like freaking out in Arizona. Um, Things were like closing down. It was like right in the beginning of COVID. Nobody knew what was going on, what was happening. Everyone's like closing everything. And we were worried that um, the temples were going to close or even just like, I think there was talk of the border getting closed. Like, we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be stuck in Idaho and not able to come to Arizona to get married. So um, we were like a few weeks away from our original wedding date or something. So yeah. I had actually was just like, you know what? I got a feeling we need to go down. So we flew back to Arizona. Um, that's a whole nother story, um, our wedding story that I will save for another day. But yeah, we <laughs> drove in. I can't even tell you how many times that we drove from Arizona to Idaho, Idaho to Arizona that year. Um, so many times, like it was wild. And I believe that that night that we were driving in, there was a major blizzard. And that was like one of the first times I had been in like a major snow blizzard while we're driving. And like you could feel the car moving. And I was like terrified. But yeah, anyway, that was fun. So this one I think is Carson. Um, she said, when I was in Tonga for a humanitarian trip, I was told to be careful of the blowholes there because an elder couple serving their mission had a horrible accident. The sister missionary fell into the blowhole and they never recovered her body. 
oh my gosh, that's like, that's terrible. <laughs> I wish Carson was here to elaborate on that because, um, dang, that's really sad. I'm a little bummed out after that. Um, all right, I guess we're moving right along. <laughs> Um, this is the awkward part of me doing this on my own, that, um, Carson's the more talkative one, so, um, we get to play off of each other, so this is just me. Um, alright, so, me, actually, I wrote this in, so, my favorite surprise vacation was when, um, my mom took just me and my brother Will, who was on he was actually on our podcast a few weeks ago, if you remember him. Um, my mom took just me and Will to Disneyland. It was a surprise. I actually want to ask her like if there was a reason for that, but it was super awesome. And I just remember like we got McFlurries on the drive there. And it's just funny how like the little things like getting a McFlurry was like that was like one of my favorite memories like ever that we got to <laughs> not only go to Disneyland, which is like obviously a big thing that's like really awesome, but even just the little things to like impress kids is so funny. Um another one of my favorite vacations, it was a mini vacation, was when I visited Carson in St. George right after going through a breakup and she was just what I needed. Uh, getting to spend time with her and little Austin. Oh my gosh. She was probably about the same age or maybe at least the same size as my daughter Penny is right now. And so those memories are just so cute. Like um, Penny right now totally reminds me of that trip with Austin because they're just, they're about the same size. So, so cute. I love that. Um, Oh, okay. <laughs> so I said, when everyone says drive safe, um, you know how like when you're on a vacation or like you're driving home or something from a trip and everyone's like super, um, they, oh, what's the word? When they like, they always point out to like drive safe, you know? And I said, that includes right after you get into town. Um, I almost got T-boned getting off the freeway by a Suburban speeding through the red light. I literally could have seen my life flash before my eyes. It was so crazy. What's crazy is that um, when I was driving, normally when I'm like going, getting off the freeway and I'm like going up the ramp, I'm like going the whole speed up until like right before the light, you know, like I'm not like driving up super slow. I hate it when people are like super slow on the ramp. I'm like, just get to the light. <laughs> and so, but for some reason, right then, and I remember my dad, um, wait, I was driving back from California. Yeah, we had like a Gooch family trip in, I think it was Oceanside or something. And I actually had to drive um, my brother Will back for a scout thing. And so it was just me and Will, we drove back. And I got him home, but I was driving immediately after to my friend's house and I was getting off the freeway and I, for some reason, was just driving slow, like getting on the ramp. And it happened to be right when I got up there and was turning left 
at the green light. And this is what makes it crazy is that this car was like, obviously not paying attention. It's not like they ran a yellow light that turned red or something. It was red for a while. They just straight up ran a red light and almost hit this car. Like the, when I tell you it was like a sliver, sliver away from hitting this other car that was right next to me and they would have hit me like, dang, I don't know how we didn't all just die right then. (laughs) Like they like sped through that light. Dang, that was terrifying so always drive safe and watch out for other drivers who aren't driving safe so um, that includes after your vacation yeah um another experience so i not only got to teach english in china but before then right after i graduated like a few weeks after i graduated high school i um i remember sitting in my kitchen in my my parents' kitchen, and my mom was showing me this website of this cool program that um, she thought was, like, really neat and wanted to see if it's something I'd want to do. It was called, um, I can't remember if they pronounced it Oso or Oso. It's O-S-S-O. Um, it's a program where you volunteer in orphanages in Ecuador, and um, she was showing me the website and I thought it was so cool. And she's like, would you want to do this? And I was like, um, yeah, that looks really awesome. And she was like, okay, well, um, actually it looks like they're leaving a week from today. Let's make this happen. And so, um, that included like expediting my passport and getting all the vaccines that I needed and stuff. It was wild, but we made it happen, and I'm so glad I did. That was, like, one of the best experiences. I mean, I've, I again, I've been so lucky to have had quite a few very incredible, life-changing experiences traveling around the world and volunteering, but that one was definitely special, seeing those kids over there and how welcoming the people of Ecuador was. So that was super cool, but man. Yeah. So lesson of this episode in the last episode is that my mom is a superhero and, um, can make anything happen. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Okay. Dang it. This is one that I wanted Carson to elaborate on. Um, there was actually a few of them. I wanted her to elaborate on. We'll have to ask her about it during our next episode. So there, um, during the year of, in our last episode, you'll hear us how we talked about how we had this year. 2016 was like the craziest year of our family's life. We had so many things happening. Um, Carson's wedding, Tucker graduated and was leaving on his mission. That's when I left for China. Um, but we also went and visited our tribes up in Washington. We visited the reservations up there um, for the first time and the only time for like our whole family. And so um, we went up there and while we were there, we were actually in the Nisqually tribe and we went on this boardwalk, which was like the coolest thing. It was such a long walk, but it was so worth it. It was so pretty out there. Um, while we were gone, I say like we were gone for like several hours. And when we got back, the rental van that we had 
with a lot of our stuff. Luckily, not like all of our stuff. Um, we had that like at a hotel, but a good chunk of our stuff because we were traveling, um, it got robbed. Um, someone broke into our rental van and stole my mom's camera bag. Luckily, her camera wasn't in there, but like really nice lenses. Um, I think Carson's wallet was stolen with like all her information and stuff. I had um, this iPad that I won that I was so excited that I won this iPad from Roots Tech. Um, They stole that and like a a purse of mine. Luckily, I had no money. So like, (laughs) um, yeah, they just stole a bunch of stuff. And I think there was even more things. Like I think my mom said the doTERRA. She had a bunch of doTERRA stuff that was taken, I think. I'm not totally sure, but um, yeah. So they made made away with a lot of stuff. Um, it was such a bummer, and it was like on our own tribe <laughs> reservation. Uh, yeah, fun times. Um, oh, I wrote in. So there was this time... Um, when Carson was up in Idaho, up at school, um, I went and visited her and I will just say, so I was just going through like a grieving phase. One of my good friends, um, had developed cancer and he actually had just passed away right before this. And my mom sent me up to go be with Carson to just kind of get away and like have fun and stuff, which we totally did. During this time, there were a lot of, like, actresses that were getting pixie cuts that I really thought they were super cute. Um, I think it was, like, we we had just done Gatsby in school, and I liked Daisy's hair. That's when the movie came out and stuff, like, the new movie with Leo and stuff. I liked her hair. Um, Miley Cyrus, she cut her hair. And so I was really feeling this pixie cut era. <laughs> and Carson is a big, um, she encourages that, like, if you like it, like, you do it, you know, kind of thing like that. Almost like that rebellious, like, um, if that's what you want to do, you do it, you know? <laughs> um, and so while I was with her and I was telling her about this, and there's a whole nother story that goes into it. And I don't even know if we have shared this on the podcast. We might have. If not, um, my mom had just put in, in extensions. They were like the bead extensions. So it was quite a process putting all these extensions in my hair. Um, I had taken those out. And I remember in my defense feeling like they were already falling out, but that doesn't matter. My mom still put in all these extensions and I took them out and my aunt was up there um, at the same time dropping off her daughter at school and um, she cuts hair. And so she, my poor aunt, um, I got her to cut my hair for me. (laughs) So she cut my hair. And when we, um, my mom picked me up from, the airport, um, she had no idea. I did not tell her because I knew she'd be upset. She pulls up in my dad's truck and I just see her shaking her head like, um, no, you know, like you're kidding. Because I chopped all my hair off. I had 
no hair. I went from extensions to a pixie cut. And so, but luckily my mom um, was nice enough to where she's like, okay, let's, let's get this like more shaped for you. Like, cause I wanted it. Like she had shown me some pictures of like, okay, would you like it like this better? And so we took it to, um, fantastic Sam's pictures of Miley Cyrus <laughs> with her hair. And so they cut my hair and I even shaved like the side of it, just like Miley did. And Oh man, there are things in life that I regret, and that is one of them. But, you know, it's a grieving phase, so I can't really blame myself for it. But, yeah, again, my poor mother. <laughs> um, okay, so I actually have a story from one of my friends. She sent me a video, and so I'm kind of summarizing this and. Hopefully I don't miss any details, but, um, oh, one second. Okay, so I'm actually just going to play this video, and hopefully she's okay with that. <laughs> if not, I'll just take it out, because <laughs> she just tells it way better than I could. So, here we go. Let's play this here. So, when I was 17, I went to, um, like, Palm Springs with my mom and my younger sister
Okay. Yeah, that's much better than I could have told it. So, um, that would be just plain traumatizing. So, I don't blame you, girl. I don't blame you. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I was the same way. I could not use a tampon until I was like 20 or something. I don't even know. I think I probably could have been like 22 for all I know. It was so. It's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. So I get you. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so next story. Um oh, this is a fun one. Um so when my family I was in uh I think this was my sophomore year. Um it was like the end of my sophomore year. My family went to Hawaii. Uh, my dad had like a work trip and we got to go along or something. Um, and it was so amazing, super fun. While we were in Hawaii, we went to this one place where, um, you could like go snorkeling and see the turtles swimming. And that was like super cool. And as you might have, if you remember this, we mentioned this in, um, an episode a little while back how um we oh yeah i think it was the episode when our brother will was on um will had broken his arm or something and he had to have like a cast and like a water um like a glove like a kind of like a a big rubber glove that had to go over his cast to make sure that water did not get in his cast um yeah, and I had just been told that my ear, my eardrum had a giant hole in it and I needed to have ear surgery to get that fixed and I couldn't get water in my ear. So super fun time for um, my parents to be taking their kids, two of their um, five kids um, to Hawaii when they weren't allowed to be in the water. Um but they got this thing, I believe they got it for Rowdy, but me and Will could use it too. Um, it was like a boogie board that had a glass window in it. So you could like see below you, like you could look in the window and see the water below you. Um, and so I was using that for a little bit, looking at the turtles. Um, I couldn't go all the way out there, obviously couldn't go like snorkeling with them, but so I was like closer to the shore, like a little ways from like my dad and my siblings. And my mom was like on the shore, like with Rowdy, I think. Um, and I was, um, and maybe Will, I don't know. I was on this boogie board thing, looking at the, the water and the, underneath me. It was super cool. And this guy, this grown man was like swimming around me. And I was like, whatever, like wasn't even paying attention to this, which I probably should have been. Um, this grown man swam underneath me and like revealed himself through his swimsuit. It was so incredibly disgusting, obviously. And I just remember, I was like, what the frick was that? Like, I had no idea. I'd never seen that before. I was like terrified. I was like, ew. And so I had told, um, I obviously immediately swam back to my mom on the shore and I told her and she was freaking out and she's like 
yelling at my dad, waving him down and stuff. She tells him, and he went to, like, go after this guy, but he had, like, swam. Because I think you probably saw me go and tell my parents um, was probably prepared for me to do that. Like, what an idiot. Um, He had swam completely across to, like, the other side of this... I think it was like a like a cove like a beach like I don't know he swam super far away like on the other end so my yeah it just wasn't worth it and my parents were obviously pissed so yeah keep an eye on your kids even your older kids because I was like 16 at the time or something and that was disgusting super fun oh this is probably our craziest story and I wish we had done this when I wish I had shared this one when um, Carson was on, Um, but because she has even more details uh, because she had Austin on this trip as a baby and it was so scary. So right when Tucker got home from his mission, um, we wanted to take a family trip like literally days after he got home. And so we went to Lake Mead. And um, we rented a houseboat and stuff. And so we were out there. It was a lot of fun. Um, Crazy thing happened. Um, I don't know. I think it was the weather or something. I'm not the best at I don't know much about why this happened. (laughs) But the water got super crazy. And, like, the, the waves were, like, really turbulent like maybe that's not even the right word they were really bad to where um they'd even said like people shouldn't be out on the water um it just got really bad and so we we were like at the shore you know like docked or something and i i really don't know all the terminology for this so hopefully you understand what i mean we're like at shore and um our boat got marooned like it got pushed up onto the land to where it got stuck. And so eventually when um like we needed to leave, we needed to like get back home, like we were done with our vacation and um that was actually like I think even Jake was in I can't remember what part of his med school he was in at this time, like there were a bunch of us who had jobs that we needed to get back to. I even had my ex-boyfriend was on this trip, um, which added a lot of stress for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were on, there was a lot of stress going on. We got stuck there and um, there was no reception. So we couldn't like call for help. We did have um, like the radio and for some reason only one person, like some other boat like someone on vacation could hear us on the radio and they were like the only ones and they were able to communicate to get help for us. Um, But the water was so dangerous that they weren't even like sending people out. Um, Right then we had to like wait there. And what was scary, like scarier for Carson and Jake is that they were running out of like formula for Austin. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that's what was happening. Um, That's why I wish Carson was on this for this story because I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I remember they were running out of food for her and it was like terrifying. Um, 
And so, yeah, we were just kind of stranded there for um, at least another day. Um, I think it was like we were on like a second day when they finally were able to like come out to us and um, get us like unstuck. Um, and the guys like it, cause the water was still dangerous. Um, the, what are they called? Um, they're not like cops. They're, uh, like the ones, yeah, I totally forgot, but the guys came out and helped us and like the rescuers, (laughs) um, they drove the boat back to, um, the dock and we were able to go home but what was crazy even with my job is that I was supposed to be like in charge that day I was like because our manager was out of town and I was supposed to be the one that was like kind of in charge that day and I wasn't there and I couldn't contact them I couldn't call them to let them know I was literally marooned at Lake Mead (laughs) and um yeah, it was it was crazy. And um poor Tucker just gotten home from his mission. He's like overwhelmed just the transition from a third world country to Africa, like or from Africa to America and then like on this family trip, you know, and our family's kind of crazy and um yeah, and I had my ex there and he was like going off into the mountains trying to get away from all of us because we were all so stressed. It was just a grand old time, which, yeah. I mean, honestly, the trip itself would have been totally fine if it wasn't totally ruined by that. (laughs) So fun stuff. Um, That was probably like our craziest story, honestly. But um, yeah. And there's... I think that's about it. Oh, I wrote in, I did um, get to hike the Great Wall of China. Um, but what was crazy about that is that me and my friend Rachel had gotten super sick right when we got to Beijing. Um, like we were like in bed sick um, with like colds or something. And we had like a limited amount of medicine that we brought with us. Um And so that, and that's all we had, you know, like there wasn't, there weren't more much options, you know, when you're sick out there and we were in Beijing. And so we, we even missed like a whole day of our vacation, like being sick in bed, but it just like resting and stuff, but it did give us what we needed to try and enjoy the rest of our vacation. Um, and part of that was we had already booked, uh, getting to camp on the Great Wall of China, which was like one of my favorite things I've done in my whole life. Um, But it was very difficult. Um, We were super sick and it was a hike and I am already not good at hiking. Um, If anyone knows me, they probably know that. I have never liked hiking. I'm not good at it. I'm just not a great um, physical person. (laughs) And so um, hiking was super super hard and I was super sick and I missed my mom and it was just really hard. But I remember this, um, our guide, she was so incredibly nice and like helpful to me. And she was just telling me she had took my bag and was like 
carrying my bag my bag and had me carry hers which was like this tiny little like water pack she didn't bring much and um so she was carrying my big bag for me and was like telling me about how when she first um did this hike she had such a hard time and felt like she was keeping the group back which is obviously how I felt in that moment um and it was just really embarrassing but she said, like, she was ready to just quit and be like, okay, everyone just go without me, you know. But her guide was telling her, like, you know what? We as humans, like, set limitations for ourselves, like, without even, like, knowing what we can really do, you know. And she's like, you may think you can't do this, but, like, you can, you know, basically and. I probably could have written this down better because I know I have the story written down with like better detail. <laughs> um, I think I even posted this on Instagram, but it's, it was just a life lesson that I'll always remember. And, you know, you can do hard things, you know, and you can push past those limitations that you set for yourself. And so I did, I kept going, we got to the top of, the wall and it was just the prettiest thing ever you know those rewarding experiences when you don't think you can do something and then you do it and you're like wow like I I'm stronger than I think you know so that was a super super cool experience and um I actually think that's where I'm gonna wrap it up and um sorry it's not as entertaining as it it is with me and Carson, but I did want to share the rest of those stories. And I felt bad that I, um, my friend sent me that story on Snapchat and, um, she sent me that video and I did want to share it because I think that was crazy. Um, so again, thank you for friends and family for, um, sending in these stories. Um, we do love having you guys and, hearing your stories and the fact that you guys listen to our stories and stuff. And we're just really appreciative of all of you guys. So yeah, um, this is just a little bonus episode. Um, our next episode, like Carson said at the end of our last one, um, it, our next episode will be funny things kids say. So um, if you have any stories like that, um, please send it our way because, oh man, I think we all know funny things that a kid has said to us in our lifetime. And so it's, that's a fun one. So we'll see you guys next week.